President Carter was always my hero. Always. I was always a science nerd growing up in Panama. Contrary to popular belief, most people around the world have a lot of good feelings towards Americans. The American government, different thing. The American corporation, a different thing. But people look up to America as being that center where things happen. You know, that's where the la moda comes. That is where a whole lot of, you know, you can, you can be what you want to be, etc. So the goal of a lot of folks who aren't necessarily... Uh, who think they have this new thing they want to do or they want to go to a good university, it's a good engineering school or whatever, they look up to America. You know, a lot of the right would want you to sit back there and believe like they hate Americans, they hate us for freedom. No, that's not true. You know, and those of us that come over here and we choose to live over here, we also want this country that we learned about back where, wherever we are, whether it's Pakistan, Panama, Costa Rica, wherever it is, we say, you know, we, we came to the States and we're going to make sure all, all of us live up to our ideals, right? So that's the reality. So, you know, we followed Carter back there in Panama. I read a lot about President Carter as a young man, actually as a teenager. I found out he was a nuclear physicist and worked on nuclear reactors. In my mind, that was the coolest thing ever. A president that was a nuclear engineer. I had already made up my mind to be an engineer. And guess what? The president of the United States was an engineer, a man of science. You know? Usually you see all these charlatanes as, you know, you, you know charlatanes, you had the, the, the Reagan and all these guys who kind of play the part, but really... You can, you can push them anywhere because you know what? They don't know, right? So you can have them do whatever. And they do it like puppets. Reagan was a puppet. You know? Anyhow, I was impressed with Carter's promoting the development of synthetic fuels and placing solar cells in the White House. I mean, think about it. This was back in 1978, 1976, between 76 and 79. And Carter, I mean, between 70, it was actually between, he served between 77 and 80. And Carter had the wherewithal to throw solar panels, and you know they weren't as good as they were now, on the White House. Why? He wanted to lead by example. He wanted us to get off of all these carbonated, synth uh, these carbonated type fuels that are not regenerative, etc., etc., Right? So he, his plan was to use the abundance of what we had in the United States, then carbon, turn it into, turn it into, you know, gasoline, diesel, or whatever, but also noting that there would be improvements that we could make even these fuels relatively green. This was back in 1970-something, folks. And of course, he had the solar panels on the top of the roof on, in, in the White House. Unfortunately, President Carter lost the election of 19, I think it was 1979 or 1980. I think it was 1980 was the election. All right, he lost the election, 1980. And Reagan comes into office and the first thing Reagan does, a cowboy Reagan, the guy who hated Medicare. And by the way, 
for all of those that are listening to me, the hate of Medicare by the right didn't start recently. Reagan made a record. That's how they used, you know, we had cassettes and all of that. But in Reagan's time, it was a long play record talking about Medicare will take your freedom away. Of course, Medicare really gives you your freedom. But he was like, Medicaid will take your freedom. Medicare will take your freedom away. But anyhow, let's digress back to the subject at hand, Carter. So Carter, you know, with sin fuels uh, and all these other things, this was a forward-looking president. This was a president that absent somebody like Reagan being in the White House, our entire energy picture would be different. And if you want an example, we don't have to leave this hemisphere. We can go to a place like Brazil. In Brazil, they took sin fuels. I call it sin fuels, even though it's, you know, it's ethanol. With their cane sugar abundance and made themselves independent. Energy independent. Why? Because they had forethought. And they didn't have folks that were lying to them about taking away your freedom. Trying to give you freedom now is taking away your freedom. Anyhow. Seven, go ahead, um, go ahead, sorry. I think some of what Carter was doing was economic nationalism because OPEC was uh, kicking in about then, if I remember, yes. uh, doing an embargo, embargo, cutting off the fuel, mm-hmm. you know, long lines at the gas stations. And uh, so it was some environmentalism, for sure. He was wearing his sweater and the uh, photo op in the White House and telling everybody to turn their thermostats down and putting on the solar panels. But I think some of that was economic nationalism as well. I, don't, I will not at all dispute that with you, Tori. But you know what? Uh, sometimes a cat can be skinned too in the, you know, different ways. And the thing about it is also the fact about using less energy. Yes, it was about nationalism. It was about, it was about we have to be able to, you know, we, don't, we need to re- remove our dependency from foreign sources controlling our energy picture. And I agree with that. But also, solar panels is inherently a green technology. And if I don't care by what means it comes, we got it. But I was most impressed with his life after the presidency. So, yes, Carter did a lot, a lot of stuff that folks don't know about. The, not the EPA, but FEMA was Carter. You know, there's a lot that this guy did in four years that was humane. But again, what impressed me most with Carter? What impressed me most was his life after the president. Of all the presidents living or dead, and that includes Bush 1, Bush 2, Obama, Reagan, those are the presidents that's lived through my lifetime. Well, Kennedy didn't have a post-presidency. Johnson did. Uh, of all these presidents, I have yet to find one who used his title as former United States president to do such good. I do not think there is one more impactful in what he does for humanity. Whenever people had elections in difficult places, they searched for Carter. Whenever people had problems with gorillas or whatever, they searched for Carter. Carter could speak to the, to, to the folks that we refer to as gorillas, or he would speak to the folks we refer to as Democrats. He could speak to everybody because he had inherent to his soul that person, that good person, that good person. I became a supporter of Habitat for Humanity 
because I saw President Carter building houses. An ex-president was hanging with the commoners, building homes with his bare hands and a hammer. As I learned more about this man, a selfless soul who did not forget where he came from as he helped millions, I wanted to follow in that path. We should all want to follow in that path. You know, if you take a look at, if you go to Fox News, they make a caricature out of, out of President Carter. And he never answers. He just goes out there and do good and do good and do good. It shows you, you don't have to join, you don't have to join the, the, the noise about you. You just go out there and you do good and you do good. President Carter. President Carter. President Jimmy Carter is in hospice at, at his home right now. The man who seemed indestructible from illness may be on his last leg. But at 98, a servant to society, all I can say is, Misión cumplida. Mission accomplished. Doesn't matter if you go today, tomorrow, or a year, or when, President Carter, you have one hell of a fan in Egberto Willie's brother. And like I said, uh, I, you, 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 you look at other people and what other people do, right? We, are, we all, to some extent, mimic what others do. And it is an honor to attempt to come to, to do some of what you've done when we think of our fellow man, when we think of others. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.